In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Throughout the ages, days of public and private thanksgiving have been part of what holds the fabric of society together. From the offering of bread and wine by the king and priest Melchizedek of Salem in the book of Genesis, to jubilee celebrations marking exceptional events in the life of a country, to festivals and fairs to celebrate the completion of a harvest, we have a natural, almost innate need to give thanks, to be joyful, and to involve others, family, friends, even strangers, into our celebrations. Today is a national day of thanksgiving, a day that has been set aside by our government for us to give thanks. In the life of this country, there have been many days of thanksgiving proclaimed, not only on this, the the fourth Thursday in the month of November, but at times when a celebration was called for, the ending of a war, for instance, or the admittance of a new state. When we think about it, the inauguration of a president or a governor are also times for us to gather as a country partly for the purpose of giving thanks. So why do we gather here on this day when we have so many other things to do? Amidst the family that has traveled or are traveling with the aroma of turkey, dressing, sweet potatoes, and all of the other fixins. We have pies to bake. There's sporting events to watch, Christmas shopping to do, the regular daily hustle and bustle of our lives with deadlines and appointment that never seem to end, and whatever else may be happening in each of our worlds, why do we take this time? these few minutes to come here. The first part of the answer is because as Christians, we believe that one of our responses to the outpouring of God's love in our lives is to offer thanks, to live lives that demonstrate what it means to be thankful. We are thankful to God our Father who created us, to God the Son, who redeemed us, and to God the Holy Spirit, who sustains us in these days. The second part of the answer stems from the fact that the church, more than a building, is a community, a group of people who gather as literal brothers and sisters in the family of God, who share and recount all the ways that God is faithful to us, to his creation. We gather for this Eucharist, this great thanksgiving, to give thanks. I'm not certain if you have ever done this, but as we pray our Eucharistic prayer in a few minutes, take note how much of the prayer is a remembrance of all of God's faithfulness, his love, his saving acts on our behalf. 
We gather to remember part of the story of our redemption. And in that remembering, we offer our own thanks. We come here first on this day because of the supreme nature of our thanksgiving for all the goodness and loving kindness God has shown to us. And he has shown that chiefly through the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ. Our ultimate thanks in all things is always first for this great gift that has been given to us. When we give thanks to God first, everything else falls into the place where it should be. We are then able to give thanks for our family, the blessings we have received from them. We can give thanks for our nation. And in this time of national angst, it is good for us to pause and count the real blessings of living in these United States. We can give thanks, especially after the last several years of pandemic, market crashes, mass shootings, and even the personal challenges of foreboding diagnoses, death of those who are close to us. We can pause and give thanks for the blessings that each of us experience each day, even amid the tragedies of our national and personal lives. The third and final part of the answer why we gather is thanksgiving is a practice that we engage in, something we learn from, and also that we must actually practice it. We must practice giving thanks to prevent us from becoming jaded or sardonic in this life. Just as a musician, a golfer, or a painter must practice their craft to keep their skills honed, we must practice giving thanks to God and those around us so it becomes not just second nature to us, but because it becomes a vital part of our lives, or so it becomes a vital part of our lives. One of my beloved professors, the Reverend Dr. Terry York, calls this thanks living. The concept of living a life that is eternally grateful. However, like all skills we learn, we must practice being thankful. We must practice being grateful. What are you thankful for? Yes, we can all rattle off the stock answers, the checklist that everyone expects us to name. Family health, some sense of wealth and prosperity. But what else is there in this life to be thankful for? Perhaps today, during your meals, a good place to start our practice is to think for a moment or two about what it really takes to make our meals. Yes, there are the cooks, our family members and friends who are chefs for the day. But what about the people who stock the shelves in the grocery store? Or the farmer 
who grows the fruits and vegetables, tends the trees that bear the nuts for our pecan pies, the people who raise, feed, and eventually butcher the meat that we eat, and also for the animals themselves who sustain us by their very lives. When you give thanks for your food today, and not just today, but every day, take the time, it's just a few seconds, to remember that all of these people have their hand in giving us something that is vital for our living. And then learn to do that with other parts of your life. Are you thankful for the people who assembled your car, built your house, paved your streets, hired you to work, taught you in school, protected you from harm? Learn to practice giving thanks to Almighty God for all the blessings that we truly do experience in this life. But also, learn to practice coming here to give your own life in thanksgiving to God for His most inestimable love. That is part of the reason why we as Christians gather weekly even several times a week, to render unto God the praises and the thanksgivings of our hearts. And that is what we do now in the Eucharist. Here we offer and present unto the O Lord ourselves, our souls and bodies, to be a reasonable, holy, and living sacrifice unto thee in thanksgiving for all the blessings bestowed upon us. Amen.